And welcome back. It's Trio Geezers, Steve, Ed, and Jim back for a, another episode. And we are doing this from the, insert John Facinda voice, Frozen Tundra of Oklahoma City. And guys, we're trying new technology today, aren't we? You know, uh, the uh, neither sleet, rain, snow, or... Uh... Freezing temperatures can keep the geezers down. Yeah, I guess that's true, although technology could keep the geezers down. Yeah, if we only had a outtake of the three of us trying to um, get together on this remote app, I think that would be quite entertaining. Well, I have such an old phone, I couldn't even do it, so I had to uh, take uh, Linda's phone, my wife's phone, much to her chagrin, you might say. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm recording on that. And how, how old is your phone? Uh, well, that's a good question. It's uh, it's a it's an Android, a Samsung Seven, and I think they're up to about I don't know twenty five now. I don't know. <laughs> but but you're not carrying around a bag, are you? It's not a bag phone. No, it's not a bag phone. It's not a flip phone. Okay. It is supposed to be a smartphone. And tell your wife to get you one of those jitterbugs for senior citizens. What's a jitterbug? <laughs> you, it, you can buy it in the back of the AARP magazine. Well, I, yeah, well I, what, what are you talking about? What's a jitterbug? The only jitterbug I know is, is the dance. It's it's a phone that's uh, super simple for people who are uh, not technology savvy. Well, maybe I need that because let me tell you, I don't know. It's probably too early in the podcast to go on my rant, but I could rant about technology. I mean, Let's go. I want to hear it. Well, passwords. I, you know, I get so sick of passwords. I have to have a password for everything anymore. One of these days, I think I'm going to need a password to make coffee in the morning. It's a good thing my laptop actually remembers, you know, most of these, or I would never be able to do anything. Oh. The only password, I wish I was still like, the only password I worried about when I was a kid was the one, the game show with Alan Ludden. Now, that was a good password. All the others are terrible. You know, I have the same I have the same challenges, Ed, but fortunately my phone and my computer remember my passwords probably, you know, ninety-nine percent of the time. So no, if I didn't if that didn't happen for me, I, I, I think I would be I'm pulling my hair out and breaking things in the house. You know, I get so frustrated when things don't work when it comes to technology. So you can ask my wife. She's witnessed this many times. That's one of the reasons I, I retired uh, from the Oklahoman, because I keep having to learn new things. I got tired of that. You know, old dogs, can't no, no new tricks for old dogs. And I'm getting to be an old dog. I'm, I'm, just, sitting back, I'm just sitting back in amazement, guys. Absolute amazement. Well, we have figured out this remote technology today, and you got to give us—you got to give us credit for this. Yeah, we had to do it remotely because of the Oklahoma weather. 
There's something else I'll rant about. The Oklahoma rant about. And what was it Friday? 60, it's 64 degrees? Wasn't it 64 degrees Friday or in the 60s? Something like that. Here we are on a Sunday afternoon. It's like three degrees. We've had snowstorms. Well, I don't know if I'd call it a snowstorm. We've had Arctic temperatures. We've had earthquakes. I mean, Oklahoma, man, it's true. You know, if you want the weather to change in Oklahoma, just stick around. It'll change in a minute. Don't now, Ed, I heard a rumor that uh, power went out in your neighborhood last night. Tell me about that. Well, I don't know much to tell. Power did go out as we were about to sit down to have our supper. Uh, power just goes out. We sat around for about an hour in the dark, getting colder. Uh, then OG&E estimated, we found out they were estimating restoration about 11 p.m. So we just decided to go out to dinner then. So we bundled up, braved the weather, went to Longhorn Steakhouse, had dinner. And fortunately, they did get it on uh, before 11. I think they had it on even around 10. So it was on when we got back home. I never found out what the cause was, though. I assume it was weather-related. I don't know. Maybe a transformer blew. Maybe somebody ran into a power pole. I don't know. Maybe there was some more earthquake. Well, the good news, Ed, is here in a few months, if OG&E gets their way, you're going to get the opportunity to pay more for that service. For what service? OG&E, electric power. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Why? Why? It, it's a commodity. It costs money to produce electricity. Oh, gosh. Yeah, well, you know, there was a, there was a comic strip in the paper today. It kind of hit home to me. It was the born loser. Well, that, that's... Hold, hold, on, hold, hold on. There was a comic strip in the paper. You actually read newsprint today? Well, yeah, I read newsprint. I read newsprint almost every day. I'm still in this. I do too. I do too, Geezer Steve. Listen, I, I I still prefer. There's pros and cons to the digital age, and most of them are cons, as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, back the born loser. He's telling his wife, "Good news. I've I've uh, looked at our finances, and I can retire when I'm 62. The bad news is I'll have to get another job when I'm 63." So <laughs> that's about the way I feel sometimes. Yeah, it's reality. It's reality. Well, I don't want I don't want to go out on too much of a limb here. You talk about the fickle Oklahoma weather. We're actually recording just after halftime in the Cowboys Packers playoff game. Man, Green Bay brought it today. It'll be interesting to see how it ends, and I'm at risk of dating this pod, but that first half was ugly football. Yeah, I don't think it's going to end well for the Cowboys. I mean, or for Coach McCarthy. It, yeah, he may be, he'll probably be gone after this season. This is a complete embarrassment for the Cowboys. What, what was the points spread in this game? What were they favored by? Anybody? You know what? I, I I don't even know because candidly, I'm not that jazzed about the NFL playoffs this year. Well, I never really watch much pro football till I get to the playoffs. But I know Dallas was heavily favored in this game, or 
ought to look it up, but it had to be a touchdown or more. But they were supposed to beat this team uh, handily. And yep. Dak Prescott does what Dak Prescott does and throw it to the other team. Green Bay has two two touchdowns, one on a pick sick, and the other was on an interception, you know, inside the Dallas 20. But nothing's gone right for Dallas. I mean, you know, they fell behind 27 to nothing. And as, as I speak, they're down 34 to 10 late in the third quarter. So this game, I'm calling it. It's over for the Cowboys. So, uh, Ed, I guess because of the power outage, you were unable to watch the Thunder last night. I guess much in the way that uh, you didn't get to watch them from 2020 to 2023 as well. But uh, they did end up up winning. Uh, No, I did not get to watch them last night. Uh, I would have liked to watch them last night. I, I read SGA had a great game. The guy is just pretty much un, un, unguardable. 37 points, I believe. Man. You know, what's so impressive about SGA is he can score in so many ways. I mean, how do you guard the guy? You, I mean, he can, drive, he, he can drive to the right and score with the right hand. He can drive to the left, score with the left hand. He can stop on a dime and make that, that mid-range jumper or that elbow jumper. Then he can go down the baseline and... and host you up and shoot a fadeaway jumper. And then, you know, he can make step back threes. So how do you guard the guy? I thought Miami, when they played the Heat, uh, that was early this past week. Did you see how they ended up trying to guard him? They just pretty much tried to set a wall at the free throw line against him, putting three guys up there. And if he went left, they'd run two at him. If he'd run right, they'd run two at him and try to get the ball out of his hand. That's probably about as good as way as you can guard. You know, even if you get the ball out of his hand, we've got some people that can score as well, like J-Dub and Chet. Oh, that's the key. I mean, he drives, he kicks out, three-point shooters. Somebody's going to be open. You're running two guys mm-hmm. with SGA. Somebody's going to be open. It may not be the immediate pass, it may be that second pass, that hockey assist, as they call it. But if but if the Thunder can make threes, and they have all year, they're going to be tough to beat. You know, the national media has come around. They consider, from what I've been reading, OKC to be a contender now. They think they can win the title. Not that they're a favorite or anything, but they've got enough talent on their team right now to win the title. They don't need a trade. I kind of agree. You know, Ed, you didn't see the game last night. One thing I would bring up is we did not shoot the three well. We, we were really, really, especially through the first three quarters, struggling. But SGA, I think he had six and ones. And I, I just appreciate this guy's I mean, the dude is a superstar, but his game is blue-collar. He goes into the trees, he takes the contact, and he finds a way to finish. I, I, I just, the more and more I watch him, the more and more enamored I become with his game. Yeah, and uh, I think a lot of it, his game, I think is due to the off-season work he's put in. You know, he's made some references to that in post-game interviews. You know, people ask him, yeah. how'd you do this? How are you so good? And he talks about in the offseason, 
he has the best defenders gardening. Uh, I think he's really worked hard to improve his game, and it shows. Uh, he could. He, is he is he the MVP right now in the league? I think he is. Yeah, if, if Oklahoma City keeps winning at this pace, then I think he's the hands down favorite. It's amazing. I thought, you know, they could play five hundred ball the rest of the year. And still probably be a number six seed, which is where I predicted they'd be before the season. You know? I mean, yep. they're playing for a number one seed. Yeah. They, they just they just got to stay out of those play-in game slots. They need to be six or better. Yes, and uh, they need to stay healthy. That's probably about yep. the only thing that could, that could really stop this team right now. Well, did you see um, SGA's on the injury report for the Lakers game? I did not. What's the did issue? That. Yeah, he, he's on the injury report for a sprained knee. Um, I can't remember whether they had him as doubtful or questionable, but, you know, you're going to have those bruises throughout the season. Um, uh, Jim, I got did you watch the game last night, Jim? I did. Can, can you, in your mind, sit there and imagine that maybe in the next five years we are going to see a Magic Thunder series for the championship? Well, you know, uh, the Magic, we did not shake them as, you know, you might. You know, I kept waiting for us to put a 25 between us and them in and, and the second half, and it never happened. But Man, Paolo Vanchero is a nice player. He, he, he was a little bit off, but he is just a super good player. I mean, he had 20, I think, and was the, the leading scorer for their team, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he didn't, they, have, he didn't have a super big number. No, but but you can tell they they are putting together a very nice roster. Yeah. Well, Paolo was the hard to one, get excited. Paolo was the number one pick, right in the uh, the draft two years ago, where Chet was taken right. second by OKC. Yep. yep. Well, nobody has commented on the debacle that was the Blazers game. And I'm not talking about a Thunder debacle. Uh, that was a tough basketball game to watch. You were there in person. How did uh, how how did the crowd uh, did the crowd stick around or what? Oh, the, I mean, there was a little dissipation of the crowd, uh, but I, I think a good number stayed, seeing if we'd try to uh, get the all-time point spread win. Thunder were on the other end of that kind of stuff not that long ago. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I loved Coach Mark's response in the press conference. They, uh, a reporter asked him if he had any uh, desire to go get the, the largest victory, and he said, no, nah, it's all record. Um, I just I appreciate the heck out of him as a coach. I, I think we found an absolute – or we, Presty found an absolute diamond. Presty's on point again, much to the chagrin of one of our partners. Yes, we all know which one well, that I is. Just, I just hope we hang on to him. Well, there could be, you know, a more playoff-ready coach out there, Jim. <laughs> oh, he's going to stay up all night now that you mentioned that, Ed. Oh man! So, a couple of big games coming up. You got the Blaze. You got the excuse me, not the Blazers. The Lakers and the Clippers on a back-to-back. Those are two big ball games. Two good these measuring are, sticks. These are the two. You know, um, when we were. Uh, Picking our uh, forecast for January: eleven and seven, ten and 
10 and 6, 11 and 7, whatever. No, no, no. 11 and 6, 10 and 7. It's a good thing you became a journalist because you can't do math. Exactly. But anyway, these two games are, are uh, two that I was looking at because we're going to be on the, on the road and we got back-to-back. So, it's, you know, I, I saw one of those as a loss. Well, what about you? Guys? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I'd, I'd be happy if they go one and one on that in that back-to-back game. Clippers are playing really well. Um, you know, it, but the, but the Thunder have built up equity, so to speak. I mean, it's not going to be the end of the world if they go out there and, and go zero and two. Uh, it's the NBA. You're going to lose some games. I mean. What what are what's the Thunder record right now? They're up to twenty eight and eleven or something like that. You're you're close. Um, that may be it. I don't have it right in front yeah, of me. Yeah, but they're seventeen, eighteen games above five hundred. So if you lose two, uh, it's kind of go back to my, what I said earlier. I mean, they're to the point if they just played five hundred basketball the rest of the season, they're going to be in the playoffs. Right. Uh, of course, part of that yeah, is because I- the NBA takes so many teams to the playoffs. You know, it reminds me of that old Rodney Dangerfield line about the NHL. You you guys know what that one is? Tell us. It was something to the nature of like, uh, if there were 300 teams in the NHL, 260 of them would make the playoffs. That's kind of the way the (laughs) NBA is at times. There's more teams that make the playoffs than don't. Yeah, but don't tell that to those teams that are sitting at home. Mm. That's Boy, true. speaking of speaking of sitting at home, the Memphis Grizzlies, how unlucky could a franchise be in a given year? Yeah, Morant's out for the rest of the season. Yeah, they just they just lost Smart for another six weeks. Um, Steven Adams, uh, he was lost for the year. That, that was a team that when we sat down at the first of the year, I think all of us would have had them in a maybe a top six playoff team in the West, and it has just not broken their way. No, it has oh. not. But I guess the uh, looking on the positive side, they'll end up with a high draft choice. To, to, add, to, to add to some very talented guys. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. That's the way That's you right. got to play the game in the NBA. Yep. Hey, hey, Jim, I, I, how excited are you today to know that Moose is going to join Cade Cunningham? Well, if I'm if I'm a Wizards fan and we lose our beloved seventh man, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty upset. Mascala was their seventh man. <laughs> Well, wait a minute. This is the same Mascala that uh, averages career six points and three rebounds a game, right? Fan favorite, Mike Mascala. That's right. That's right. And now he's going to go become a fan favorite at yet another city. I swear, I think Jim would still like Mascala, you know, on the Thunder roster and getting a lot of playing time. I do too. I do I mean, too. It's, it's just, if you remember, Steve. When the Thunder traded Muscala for two uh, second-round draft picks from to Boston, Jim texted – I don't know if he texted you. He texted me basically that he was done with the Thunder. 
He had had it. That was the last straw. I have I mean, never said I was. Golly, I got to go find the text, Jim. You were so upset. You acted like the Thunder traded Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, it was Mike Muscala. How can you get that excited about losing Mike Muscala? It, it was the all part of the ongoing tear down, blow up, continued, unending. Now, but we finally got it settled. So, you know what? I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to having our core players for at least the next two years, you yeah. know, until we, I, until we get blown up again. I, I'm glad you said core players because I think that my guess is Presty's working the phones or the email or whatever it is they do. You got to figure that Bertrand, Bertrand's, whatever, um, Poku, Trey Mann, those guys have to be on the market, right? I mean, especially Mann. I love Mann's offensive game. There's a team in the NBA that could use his scoring. Yeah, Trey I, needs to go somewhere and play. I saw an article about Bertrand's just uh, yesterday and the day before speculating on, on him. Uh, he could help someone. And what, yeah, I mean, what, are, what do you think Presti is wanting back for these guys? Draft more, choices, baby. More draft picks? He might try. No, to, I mean, he might try to slide in some type of, you know, power forward who's got a little girth who can rebound. And yeah, defend. I've seen I've seen Olenek, uh mentioned in a couple of mock trades, and I think I saw Alec Burks, a uh, shooting guard today. I mean, Presty's going to find some value. He he will do something on the back end of the roster to bring in something to help with this team. I've even seen I've even seen it shop that he might try to move Michik for the right player. Yeah, he oh, might try to find a guy who's got a little playoff experience too. Yep, yep. By the way, guys, the um, uh, Green Bay's up uh, about to be forty-one to uh, what is it, sixteen. And this is why uh -huh. I have become a Fairweather Cowboys fan. All the reason I mean, in continue, the world. They just disappoint every year. And this may be the biggest disappointment in many years. Well, I think the temperature has hit. Temperature's like in the low 40s in Dallas today. So maybe uh, the Cowboys aren't used to the playing in cold weather. I, that's Maybe that's it. Well, they're inside, Jim. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's. You know, it, you said it yourself earlier. I mean, the Cowboys looked ill-prepared to play this game. They and did. And that's hard yep. to believe. Yeah. Yep. That, that is really hard to believe. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, let's roll to our closing question. And I think what we will focus on for this one, and we're going to go a little bit at risk, um, and I'll go first to make sure that I give you two time to think it through because I didn't ask you this question um, in advance. We're in the first week of the NFL playoffs. Go ahead now at this point, give me your Super Bowl matchup and your winner this far in advance. And I am going to go Baltimore and San Francisco. That's pretty much taking chalk. And I've got to go with the Ravens to win it all. I sure like them. That's mine. Well, I haven't paid a lot of attention 
this season, and I know the Eagles have struggled. But I'll go with I'll go with I'll I'll go with an Eagles KC rematch. That's nice. Okay. And I'll and this time, <clears throat> Eagles Eagles will win. All right, Jim, you're on the clock. Um, I want to go. He with was the- going to take. He was going to take the Cowboys if you'd asked this three. I'm going to go. I've got it written down here, Cowboys. I'm going to go with the Bills and the uh, 49ers. And the, That'd uh, be a good game. And the 49ers, uh, I'll go with the 49ers taking it. Man, the 49ers, next week maybe we dive into it. Brock Purdy has done an incredible job. And that is just proof to your rant of last week, Ed. These evaluations they do on football players are basically clickbait. Brock Purdy, deep, deep, deep in the draft, yet he's finding a way to lead a team. No, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, it just it's, it amazes me the number of people who pay attention to all the yep, recruiting all stuff and rating. You well, have an industry, you've had a whole industry created around it now, covering it. Yep. Uh, don't get me started again on that. I sent, now, you, we're, guys, we're, I sent you guys text, you know, I was ranting last week <laughs> about, I'd read that thing about, you know, projection for OU to land this five-star basketball player, Ford. And yep. then the then I then I actually opened the story and the projection is well they got a fifteen percent chance well much to much to my surprise they didn't get him he signed somewhere else or, yep. or announced he's going somewhere else well I will coveted, tell you coveted recruit yep I will tell you Mike Boynton has a whole bunch of four and five stars in Stillwater and as a basketball squad they are embarrassing at the moment so that's. That's all you need to know about recruiting services. Well, and, and there's a guy that may be looking for a job at the end of the season, too. I, uh, I fear you may be right. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, we're going to sign off. We're going to say thank you, Mentality and Coffee, for sticking with us. And um, thank you all for sticking through us on this remotely produced episode. And we will look forward to seeing you all next week. Ed, Jim, have a great one. Three old geezers, I'm out. Yeah, yeah.